Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our podcast, Shine Bright, with Jay Glapp and Sabina Margesin. We will talk about personal growth and life cultivation, and we will record beautiful meditations. So, if you like this podcast, please make a donation. To do that, and also to sign up for our three monthly newsletter, please go to our website www.shine-bright-center.co.nz. Thank you very much and enjoy. Hello, beautiful people. My name is Sabine. And I'm Jay. And we are back. And today's theme is staying calm when things are difficult. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, we had a, a bit of an example while we were recording in the last few um, episodes. And I especially last time when I recorded the um, meditation and that kind of problem or that difficulty is called the neighbor's roosters oh, well, it makes me smile to think of them yeah they're lovely you mm. know they're lovely to look at but um i find the sound Not they make <laughs> sometimes a little bit challenging especially when i'm uh, trying to record the meditation oh. and it's interesting actually because no, i, I can observe that it doesn't disturb me when I do my own meditation. Yeah. They are just there. They mm. don't they don't kind of bother me. But when I, you know, need to do a recording or especially when we sit here and we talk to each other and then I hear the roosters in the background talking to each other and they they love it, you know. They yeah. have a good yeah. time out there. Yeah. They're happy. It's it's not that they are um kind of trying to be nasty it's just their nature isn't it and the, the the irony being that they're probably far more in the present moment than either of us could ever hope to be yes and they're just having just a happy as time yeah yeah <laughs> but they still still can um, create that disturbance as you say yeah. yes and um, I can observe there for me a pattern of um, worrying a lot about what other people will think or feel or if they might be disturbed by it mm -hmm. it's it's it can be an unhealthy pattern too to worry too much about yeah. what other people might think yeah, because, I was wondering about that yeah yeah, yeah. because it's really um, each person's journey because at the end it might not even be hearable as strongly on the recording as it is for us here yeah. Um, in the live situation and now with us wearing the headphones yeah. um, I think it's already blended out a little bit too mm. so yeah what do I do I, I just find that so interesting because sometimes we think of all these oh, problems that we might be facing in our life and some of them can seem uh, insurmountable they can just seem huge and, and difficult uh, and sometimes it's the small things that can teach us a lot about ourselves. You know, I love mm. that, that there is no small thing. 
if yeah. if that rooster's upsetting you and you've already to me it's like you're halfway there because you've thought oh there's a pattern there and you've thought about how how it's different when it's on your own and I find that just so and how it's connected to other people I find that just so insightful yeah what what came to mind um was this experience I had quite a few years ago uh, now. And as you know, uh, Sabina and I are Qigong practitioners and teachers. And it is a practice about staying present and being in the body and staying calm. But the key word there is practice because mm. we're not always, we may have this goal to be calm, but we're not always there. And and again, in your story, another thing I caught was you admitted the truth to yourself. Yes. Because if, if I say, well, I'm a meditation teacher, um, <laughs> Sabine got disturbed by the roosters, but I'm just sitting here like a little saint, like everything's good. <laughs> then, saint J. Yeah, then I'm kind of, if I did get disturbed, I'm not telling the truth to myself. And, and actually Sabina is, and so she's going to know more about herself. Hmm. I find that really interesting. That's true. Yeah, I guess recognizing is a very important step, isn't it? Yeah. Um, to become more aware and become more conscious. Such a small thing, and so many things can happen each day that 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 upset us. And by the end of the day, it can be a big day. Some days can be a really big day for people, for us. So that, you know. And what's really cool, what I just observed too, is that, you know, when you start to do a bit of observing more, then you you can also stop with the, the blaming of the outside. You know, you start to, the outside is disturbing you, but by looking at my reaction to it, mm. I'm not kind of giving away my power and say, unless this rooster is going to go, I'm yeah. never going to be able to um, do a recording yeah. in a relaxed state. Um, that would be giving my power away. But yeah. I realize, okay, I can use this as a challenge for myself to stay calm and relaxed, yeah. even when the rooster is in the background and not to worry about other people maybe feeling similar to me, but they make also then their own experiences around that. And if that yeah. means they can't handle our podcast, then that's okay too. <laughs> you know, that's just what needs yeah. to be then. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that just reminded me of of those I've heard some uh, rock stars on the radio the other day and they were like we just make the music that we want that we think we want to make and if if it's popular then then that's fine but we're not going to change the music we make and I was like it sounded like such a rock star thing to say <laughs> that you just said there it was so funny yeah um, oh I just <laughs> lost my train of thought with that one um okay <laughs> so yeah um tell tell us um jay a little bit do you ever get disturbed <laughs> do you find sometimes how uh, to be calm all the time yeah and i uh, do you know what just came to mind with for me before was so funny was this meme i've seen on facebook and it came out around the time of the first lockdown in new zealand as a person meditating and it just says, if you can't go outside, go inside. Mm. 
and and that's what you were saying. You're saying, well, the rooster's crowing. That's a what we call an objective reality. Yeah. I may not want the rooster to crow. Maybe I could go to the neighbour, maybe and and complain or the council and complain. Maybe I could fix it by fixing the outside, but then something else. The other neighbour might. <laughs> Our neighbours have cows, and and we always talk about the morning cow because because it always moves when when it's time for the hay to come, and it's such mm. a lovely sound. But there's always something on the outside that's going to upset you. Yeah, and you're saying. What I took from what you're saying is that happens, but what's it showing me about myself? Because there's there's your little key. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, I think I would like to put in here also a a tool. Yeah. You know, I can use in the moment, mm. and that is really to to ask myself to relax and to trust yeah you know and that might be taking a deep breath Mm. and but i have been doing quite a bit of uh, contemplating on that whole relaxed and trusting Mm -hmm. kind of way of being because we are all so tense yeah you know, if we would be more relaxed, that would mean that we would trust more. Yeah. And if I could trust when I hear the rooster, then there is no problem. Mm. And yeah. we can take that with many things in life, you know. And to be honest, I I talked to the neighbor a few weeks ago and he said they had eight roosters. So mm. they only have one rooster left, oh, <laughs> which is kind yeah. of like, okay, that's great. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, it's a lucky dip when you get little. Yeah. Little. That's um, right. I've actually been through there through that. We've mm. had we've had hens. If you have hens and you have roosters, uh, it's very almost impossible not to expect there to be babies somewhere. And then you don't know which ones are going to be roosters. It's yeah. the nature of living um, semi-rural like we do. There's yeah. always a lot of yeah. creatures around. Yeah, and you have yeah. to to be able to live with it. Because if yeah. I'm going to go into war with my neighbours, wanting them to get rid of all their roosters, it's not going to be a nice um, mm. area to be around. And yeah. it's it's another key, you know, to really see the reality of it and that is I do wake up often because they are quite active very Mm -hmm. early in the morning sometimes even late at night but over time I have just accepted to hear them and I might wake up and then I try to you know not judge them for who they are and it does make a difference yeah oh we can hear rain now we can hear rain I don't think our listeners will hear the rain though um, and and uh, it's really it's an interesting thing, isn't it? Because if if I'm disturbed by something, if something upsets me, and then I'm like, oh, the neighbor is upsetting me, then I go to the neighbor and I'm feeling upset. But put yourself in the neighbor's shoes for a moment, and how do you feel if an upset neighbor comes to you and they're mm. upset? What's the first thing that's going to happen? It's probably will disturb you. So if someone is disturbed, 
unless you know some techniques and we're going to kind of dive into some techniques soon mm. you might get disturbed or they might get disturbed and that's sometimes it just gets out of control it becomes a, a cold war a war of sorts between two people and it can even be between people that love each other or becomes a loop sometimes yeah, isn't it and, and somebody has to break out of the loop yeah by realizing that there is another choice we can make yeah even and even if you decide uh practically that that what the neighbor is doing i've thought about it i've talked to some friends and that does seem a little unreasonable i do need to talk to this person but if you every relationship's different so i'm just mm. talking broad principles yeah. here but you go in with you go into it with goodwill and you're not disturbed but you're in your present using some of the techniques we'll talk about soon then you might find a different outcome mm. so so being upset by something doesn't actually mean that you're more likely to fix that problem yeah it actually can it takes you away from seeing yourself it's just it's just putting the blame on the outside world and it's un it is understandable mm. uh it's it's you it's it's close to our nature in the sense that humans have been like this for a long time but you only have to take a broad look at at society to say well humans can change and we need to look at but what we can do to change ourselves yes yeah. and you know it doesn't exclude like let's say there is something in the outside world which is a real problem for me yeah the first step is to see that it's a problem for me so i need to look at my reaction to it and look a little bit at it why why am i reacting this way to this yeah and but that doesn't take away so i can actually do something about that but that doesn't take away my opportunity to go and set a boundary or have a talk to somebody that's right you know but yeah i only benefit myself if i'm able to to let's say react in a way which is not harming me yeah or the other yeah but it doesn't exclude actually action i i have another kind of sweet example i guess and it's nice to look at these easy examples because maybe for people they might be a, a good place to start you know start with the neighbor's rooster for example like can you imagine what that rooster was like as a little baby you know as mm. a little fluffy baby thing and, and how it just it didn't it didn't decide to come into this world to ruin your life yes it it wasn't like ha 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 <laughs> it's like it's like this hatched out of an egg it's just full of fluff and it follows its mum around everywhere and then it grew up to be what it is a beautiful rooster actually yeah and they are amazing mm -hmm. well so our cat is getting old basically and she's always had a very uh, strong personality. But now that she's getting old, she's getting to be quite a character in that she she just mm, 
<laughs> she'll meow for food, but then she won't. She'll just eat a few mouthfuls. But this, the the drama that she'll make around getting your attention for just a small amount of food mm. and then just for a few mouthfuls. And then she's just this little thing that walks around the bus and just creates this big drama. And and it's hard to explain, but but it sort of started happening more um, a few months back. And and we were actually finding her quite difficult to be around. We were like, oh my God, Kat, why are you just meowing at us? And then, and then I've really, like, changed my perspective, which is to see things through her eyes. And that's that. She's getting old, and and I just have this huge amount of sympathy. And I'm watching her at the moment, and. It's like she's turned back into a little kitten. It's like, it's like her, like she just, she's, she's kind of become very needy. She needs her mum again. Like, Mm -hmm. and sometimes I see her and she, I look into her eyes and she actually looks like a mother. I can see she's like, I can just see that part of her that was a mother or whether or not she has had kittens, I don't know. And I can, and then sometimes I look into her and I see, oh my God, she's a kitten. I just see, and her, I could, it's like I can see her. She's a kitten, and I can see how pure she is. And so when I feel that towards her, I just have this understanding, and then I have a lot of empathy, mm-hmm. and that gives me this patience because I know who she is, and I'm, and she's not bothering anymore. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay. And just patience, patience, because that's um, what what happens. Perspectives, perspectives are so powerful if we mm. allow ourselves to yeah. to jump into somebody else's and that, perspective. And that talks a lot about the um, heart qualities that we were going to bring in. So we were going to bring in some some kind of core tips about about kind of what we can do here to find this free and calm and undisturbed state and the heart is one of those keys there Mm -hmm. and you mentioned with the roosters trust helped you Mm -hmm. Uh, for me I guess with the cat it's a lot to do with appreciation so that appreciation and love I guess and openness that she's changing acceptance she's changing it's like that allows me to see more of what's going on in that situation rather than than thinking about oh just me you know yes you know like sometimes sometimes what will get you with the cat is feeding is is those feeding times when you've just come into the bus and it's morning and you're thinking to yourself I want to have a cup of tea and just plug my phone in to make sure Mm -hmm. it's charging and then the cat is literally trying to trip you up to get her meal <laughs> yeah. and 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 you maybe haven't been up for that long and then in that the moment you're just like cat why are you doing this to me yes. but then when you use your heart it wasn't really about you yes. or it wasn't just about you it was about everything and, yes. and it changes your perspective Yes, I think um, that's really coming with trust, isn't it? Mm. That we are able to step away from the I a bit more. Mm. 
and um, go more with the flow. So yeah. in that moment of the cat, uh, you know, you, you wouldn't think, but I want my tea now. But you would hear that cat and would at like the same tea. time give it some food. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah, my yeah, tea yeah. a lot. Um, also, I'm thinking uh, because we're Qigong practitioners, we probably should mention a little bit about the Qigong and mm. some of the principles there that could be helpful. You yeah, Qigong to... is definitely, it's not only a good tool in the moment mm-hmm. when we feel disturbed and when we feel things difficult. It can be a very powerful tool if you do any Qigong practice in that moment. But what uh, I experienced... Yeah. Yuan recommend Yuan Gong, but, but yes. you know, find what works for you. Yeah. yeah. So f- for me, I made the experience that ever since I do Yuan Gong daily, mm-hmm. yeah. um, I just became more relaxed and calmer. Mm-hmm. And that helps me then in the moments of disturbance to either come back to that space earlier or to be aware of being out of the calm and relaxed kind of state and then maybe in that moment i can say okay what do i need now okay take a few deep breaths Hmm. you know deep breathing abdominal diaphragmatic breathing is giving the brain the message that everything is okay and the problem of us coming out of the calm is that we think something is not okay so mm. we stop breathing deeply and we we become the pulses rising and all of yeah. that is coming in as the hormones of the brain are really what the body sends out are really so powerful so breath yeah. can be a, a fantastic first aid tool yeah and what makes me think that's right so there's so there's um with qigong practice and you could take some of these principles and apply them outside of Qigong practice as well mm-hmm. is, you know, like you say, breath. Something that came to mind with me just then was turn the thousand thoughts into one. And so uh, with breath, for example, when you're breathing in and out, you just have a thought and that thought is, for it could be, for example, focus Relax. on the in-breath, focus on the out-breath. Mm-hmm. And so you've just turned because before it's like, oh my God, the roosters are crying. I need to talk to the neighbours. Oh, but I don't want to talk to the neighbours. They're going to think I'm crazy. And then I need to t- then I need to talk to my partner. Where is my partner? And yeah. what's that cow doing? <laughs> God, this is um, Waititi. If you live, if you live in um, the deep south of New Zealand here, then this is the, the dramas that we have. <laughs> Other people in cities might have the sirens of the police or yeah. the ambulance. We have the um, volunteer fire brigade. Their, oh, yeah. their siren goes off. That's yeah. pretty, pretty exciting. Yeah, but it's it's there's a lot of gratitude when it comes to that, isn't it? Mm. Because they are really helping people. Yeah. So yeah, and what else is a good tip to come back to a calm state when we do lose it? Um, well, just to say about the qigong, one of the principles there again is movement so there's always a lot of these slow moving exercises like you might lift a ball up in front of you and you visualize the ball between the arms a chi ball that's right and then you might visualize it pouring through the body and so there's there's this way of using the movement that's very soft 
and very you're present with the movement so the mind is not out doing something else but it's actually just present with the movement so even when you take a walk in that way mm. uh, do the dishes in that way stay with yourself and stay present with the movement and, and what's going on in the body and yeah and that that's one aspect so movement and how you do movement yeah and yeah and you know if you do go for a walk or even if you do qigong if it's um the temperatures are right it's beautiful to do it outside in nature mm. and for us again easy here because we live in a beautiful rural area with amazing beaches and amazing mm. kind of natural forest yeah and even you know looking out here into the paddock with the cows it's lovely yeah. it's green <laughs> yeah. so um you know, going into nature can be very, very powerful with reconnecting to ourselves, isn't mm. it? Because yeah. we lose the connection to ourselves when we are, when we lost a relaxed and calm state. Yeah. We're outside, nature, worrying. Nature is still more likely to be natural than humans are. Nature is natural, where yeah. and, and humans sometimes forget what it feels like. So just to go back and spend time with nature... And of course, that actually, sometimes even talking to a friend who's really calm is the same. It's like yeah. finding, just being reminded. And being reminded with nature, that, because... That state. Yeah, because if you're in the middle of a, a big city and there might not be a park quite around the corner, what can be very powerful is actually imagining, you know, going into a... a, a a few minutes of stillness, mm. closing the eyes and going inside and imagining yeah. a place in nature where you would really be able to relax and lie down in the grass or on the beach or whatever somebody wants to yeah. to imagine. It can be a very powerful tool too. I had this interesting experience. We went to, I went over to the States and I did a little bit of just healing healing for people, this this Qigong work for people, when, Qigong practice for people when I was over there, helping them to feel Qi and, and just go into their hearts. And and the experience I had was I hadn't been to the States since I was a kid. And so this is like at least 15 years later. And these this I was in San Francisco the when I first was there, and my mind is almost in panic mode like what is this place because I live uh so rural like yeah. the pop I there must be a there must be a street over there somewhere that has the population of our city yes <laughs> and I just my mind could not comprehend the amount of information and data it was just so overwhelming and then I actually did go north and I was in a more rural area and I was doing some of this I was actually doing some one-on-one -on -one work with people and different things and, and just we were doing chi work together. Um, just And then my friend was driving and we came back into the city and it's this open and closed meditation we do. It's a little bit like what we talked with the breath. Like It's like when you breathe in, you merge with the universe around you and when you breathe out, you become aware of your body and I had this experience we're right in the middle like driving through the middle of the city 
and it just started happening. I was just started happening automatically, that I was merging with this with the city, and the whole city was just so beautiful, and I was just coming into my body over and over. It was just happening automatically, and the city just seemed not only like the most beautiful place, but, but, and honestly, for a Kiwi, I hadn't seen a place like that. I just hadn't seen something like that. Yeah. It was something so strange and foreign. You know, there's a lot more homelessness. There's a lot more poverty. There's a lot more extremes. There seems like there's extreme wealth and extreme poverty, extreme everything that it's hard for the mind to imagine. But in that moment, it was just bright and it was just so beautiful. And then my mind was like, I knew it didn't matter where you were. And just so you guys know, for someone that has lived, I've lived in this town for 20 years, and it's possible to be miserable anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I've been very, I've lived in this place and it's been so beautiful and at times I've been so unbelievably miserable. So sometimes we think it may be harder in this or that environment, but someone could be living the dream life and still not be happy so but but we can find we can find that that place it's possible yes what about situation what about we are finishing and i'll do just a two minute little yeah relax calm kind of exercise okay anything else you would like to add yeah just a little bit that there's a little bit inside you you might you might call it your heart or your intuition or maybe your inner knowing true self true self uh, that knows what it is to be calm and present and and these tools are what just takes us a little bit closer to that part of ourselves so maybe we can't completely like access it at will or maybe we can but it's there and we can build that connection we can get closer to it yes yeah let's try to connect that connection in a very very short time and if you if you listen and you have time and you're in the right place to do so feel free to just keep staying in that place i'm going to guide you to so close your eyes if you can or you can also keep your eyes open For example, if you're driving or walking, you can still do the exercise. And then just take a few deep breaths into your abdomen in Yuangong, we call it the lower Dantian. Diaphragmatic breathing, opening and closing. And with your exhalation, you can just think, relax. The information of the word relax is very powerful. Our body, our mind, our heart recognizes that word, that information. So we can consciously use it, repeating it. And then just observe how your body is reacting to the word relax. Do 
just being aware, no expectation, no judgment, being very trusting. And as you keep relaxing, you might already feel a little bit more calmness and silence inside of you. Everything is calming down a little bit, maybe even a lot, whatever, just observe. And if you do hear any background noise, that it's the beautiful rain on the roof of our tiny home. Where my partner and I live. It sounds beautiful. And then feel your heart. Just become aware of that center in your chest. The heart center. And maybe you can connect to that calm there. There's always a lot of calm in our heart. We just have to connect to it. And now just imagine a place in nature you really like. Whatever place that is. It's your imagination so you can you can be anywhere, somewhere where you feel really comfortable, somewhere where you can be very relaxed and happy and full of joy. And just imagine yourself at that place, however you want to experience this place. In a moving way, in a lying down, sitting down, you choose. Imagine the sounds of that place. Imagine the smells of that place. Imagine the touch of that place. Imagine the colors and the beauty of that place. And just become aware how powerful our sensory organs are, even in our imagination. How beautiful it is to experience this beautiful place in nature. And as you are there, and as you connect to this place, just observe your feelings. Observe if it helps you to relax and be calm. Connect to that place, become part of it. Unify with that beautiful place. 
acknowledging the beauty of yourself and that part of nature and the unification of both with each other and feel how nice that feels. And then feel free to stay at that place as long as you like. If not, you can just come back, opening your eyes, looking around where you are and trying to maintain that nice and relaxed place, state, not place, not state, even when you open your eyes and go on with your daily, normal daily life. Thank you. That was a lovely way to end. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And yes. yes, thank you, everybody. And that's it for us today, isn't it? That was quite a long one, I think. Hmm. But, yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. We are trusting. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. Okay, thank you. And thank you. Um, talk to you in two weeks. <laughs>